0: Sometimes, Ollie liked to go up on the roof of his building at night, just to enjoy the cool night air and look at the sky. You can't see that many stars from his apartment building in Baltimore, but you can see a few, and you could look out over the city and watch the people far below. And that's what he was doing this night. It was a little bit of a cloudy sky, when all of a sudden, a Halloween light shone into the sky, by which I mean... It was like a jack-o'-lantern face. It was beaming up into the sky and projecting this jack-o'-lantern face onto the clouds. And I thought, well, that's strange. I don't know what that's about. All I could trace, you could kind of see the beam of light. because It was a very bright light. You could kind of see the beam and trace it back to where it was coming from. And it was coming from a roof that wasn't all that far away. Well, all his curiosity was piqued. So he went downstairs as quickly as he could, and followed the light to the building that it was coming from, which was, yeah, a handful of blocks away. But by the time he got there, the light was still shining. He could see it shining from the roof. So without hesitating even a second, he started climbing. And, you know, he's a good climber. So it wasn't all that hard, even though the building was ten stories high. I mean, it took him a few minutes, but it wasn't that big of a deal. So, up he climbed. He climbed, and he climbed, and he climbed. He got over the edge of the building. And there, climbing over a different edge of the building, was a strange-looking guy. Well, he wasn't that strange-looking, except for the fact that he was dressed in this orange spandex suit with a jack-o'-lantern face on his chest. He had a mask over his face that was also a jack-o'-lantern face. And then also standing there next to the light was this dude in a trench coat with a big bushy mustache and glasses. The man in the glasses saw Ollie first and was confused. Oh, ah. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm looking, you, you're not him as I was expecting. And then the pumpkin man said, well, that's because you were expecting me. And the guy the message said, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, Halloween man, thanks for coming. And I said, sorry, yeah, I don't quite know what's going on here. I just followed the light, thought it was something strange was going on. in the private eye. And then the message said, oh. Okay, well, uh, well, I'm with the police. Now well, I thought that was strange because you know, all he works with the police, and he'd never didn't recognize this guy. But you know, it's not like he knows everybody in the police department, so he kind of let it slide. I said, okay. Um, so what's what's going on? Is there anything I can do to help? Like I said, um, well, I don't know. you really have to ask. It has Halloween Man, I guess. Halloween man. I need to talk to Halloween Man is what the real answer is. Halloween man, there's a criminal. It's your arch nemesis. He's down robbing a bank in Midtown. Halloween said, okay, I am on it. And he ran and leapt off the side of the building. And I rushed over to see and he'd uh he had wings that had come out of his suit, and he floated down gently. I turned around, and the man in the trench coat was gone, and the light was off. I thought that was really weird. The Halloween man disappeared quite quickly. I didn't have time to get down the building to follow him. He was fast. So I contented himself, and he just said, You know, this all sounds like not my problem. So he went back to his house, and read for a little bit, and went to sleep. In the morning, though, a Halloween Man was there in the paper. He said Halloween Man foils another robbery. I started reading. And the story told of described this Halloween Man, the same guy that he'd met on the rooftop. He said that this guy had shown up here in town a couple of weeks ago and had appeared at the public events and gotten a kid stuck in a tree down, that kind of a thing. And he seemed to have some sort of unclear Halloween-based superpowers. The gliding thing and some super strength, maybe? They weren't totally clear. But then, not much longer after that, his arch-nemesis appeared. Christmas girl. Christmas woman, rather. And despite her, you know, Christmassy theme, she was a criminal break into places and steal things or kidnap people. And she showed up just a couple weeks after Halloween Man, and nobody knew who either of them was. Well, that night, last night, the previous night, I mean, Halloween Man had foiled the robbery, but Christmas Woman had gotten away, so it was still unresolved. But the owner of the jewelry store was still very, very grateful. To Halloween man. Said, Halloween man, thank you. Oh, I mean I have insurance, but this would have been a big big disaster for my business. Some of this stuff you know, these are some of these are private collections. These are people's jewels that they'd never be able to get back. I've been doing you know, i do work on them, I repair jewelry as part of what I do. Oh, thank you, Halloween man, thank you. Halloween pen said and said, No problem. All on a day's work. Well, a night's work, but anyway. So I thought this was all very strange. All very strange. So he thought I'd do a little digging into it. First he called his contacts at the police department. And the sergeant that knew there said, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're watching the Halloween man situation. The Christmas woman situation. You said you saw someone that said they were a cop up there on the rooftop though? I said, yeah. Yeah, I didn't identify his name and he disappeared just as, as Halloween man disappeared. So I thought that was pretty strange. So we went straight from there and went back up to that same roof. Because so I thought, that, well, at least he could identify something about the light. Up there, and there wasn't anything obvious. The light was plugged into a outlet up there. You could see that it had the, you know, the pattern on the glass to make the pumpkin thing. And I couldn't really figure out anything terribly obvious about it. But he'd had a plan. He thought that maybe there wouldn't be any big clues. So he brought along something that could make a clue for him. He slipped into the back of the, of the lamp, lamp, a little microphone. It was specially made one that would activate and broadcast over the internet to a website all he had set up, just that only he could access whenever it started changing sound. So it wouldn't record unless it heard sound. Now I wired it in and set it up. He also wrote down the serial number and all the information that he could about the lamp. There's a little panel on the back that had some information. I thought maybe if I could figure out who bought this lamp, I'd be able to figure out more of what's going on. But then I left and went and he researched the panel. And he called around to see who would even sell a light like this. The gel is easy enough to make. You can get that made at any print shop, but the light itself is pretty unusual. Eventually, he found only two companies in the area that sold such things. And only one of them had made a sale of it recently. So he went down there to the store. And at first, they didn't want to say, we can't give you information on our customers. I said, well, I'm working with the police on this one. The guy said, well, it wasn't the police that bought it. I can tell you that. That's all I can tell you. Well, I only tried to bribe him, tried to slip him a $20 bill. Like I said, look, I, I can see you really want to know what this is about, but I really can't help you. And so I'm willing to tell you that it wasn't the police that bought it, but that's about all I can say. So he's running into a dead end here. He had this person that was probably pretending to be a cop up on the roof. And then he had these two costumed people. But he couldn't track down the light any further. It was all very strange. And then Ollie had an idea. And this happened over a couple of days, and there were a couple more of these incidents where there was the light shining in the sky, and then Halloween Man would show up there, and then Christmas women would be doing something, and they would have a fight, and Christmas woman would get away. and the newspaper would report about it. And I didn't really pick up anything useful on the mic. They didn't seem to be even saying anything. You would pick up the sound of the lamp being turned on, the crunching of feet, and then a couple of mumbled sentences and then nothing. And that was strange, Ollie thought, because when he was there, the person that Ollie was not sure was pretending to be a cop explained it to Halloween Man, and then Halloween Man went, but it seemed like when it was just the two of them up there they didn't bother to talk. But that's when Ollie had an idea. There were a couple different places you could buy a light like that. But there aren't that many places in Baltimore that you can get custom costumes made. In fact, Ollie could only think of one. And as it so happened, you know, Ollie does a fair amount of disguise stuff himself. So he, he was friends with the people at the costume shop. And knew them quite well. Regular customer. So Ollie went down there to the costume shop. It's over on Howard Street. And oh, I came in and said, hey, hey, Phil. I said, Ollie, Ollie, what can I do for you? What kind of interesting stuff you got into right now? What do you, what do you need to pretend to be? I said, well, Phil, i got a bit of a different thing I need your help with today, actually. I said, oh, what's up? I said, well, I'm looking into who might have, there's a, I'm trying to track down who purchased a costume. I said, oh, OK, uh, you know, for you, Ollie, I'll help you out. I said, thanks, thanks. So I don't know if you've seen these ho- headlines about Halloween men and Christmas women. And Phil said, no, honestly, um, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't really get the newspaper. Uh, and, yeah, no, I don't really watch the news. It's mostly just bad news these days. Watch the morning news sometimes, but never the evening news. What's the deal with these people? I said, well, it seems like Halloween Man is a superhero and Christmas Woman is a supervillain. Or maybe they're not super. Maybe they're just... They're costumed heroes, hero and a villain. I said, uh-huh. He said, Halloween Man and Christmas Woman? I said, yeah. I said, well... I can tell you one thing for sure. About two months ago, we had a custom order come in. One for kind of a Halloween-themed superhero costume, and the other for a Christmas-themed superhero heroine costume. And then also with that, there was like a, a private eye costume that they wanted to get. I that a private eye costume? I said, yeah, it was like it was, it was pretty simple to make. It was a, a big, bushy mustache, and some, you know, big, thick frame glasses. But with, you know, the lenses were just plain glass, and then a big trench coat and some leather shoes, just to kind of to make him look like a private eye or like an old-timey police sergeant. I said, really? So you recently sold somebody? Let me guess, an orange jumpsuit with a jack-o'-lantern on the. F- Chess and a jack-o'-lantern in the face. I said, yeah, exactly that. And, and all I said, and it had wings it could pop out of, out the side. I said, oh, wings. Uh, we didn't do the wings, but it wouldn't be that hard to add something like that. All I said, and then and he did a Christmas-themed costume, but for a woman. And I said, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I mean, it sort of looked like a Christmas tree and sort of looked like an elf. Yeah, you know, they came in with these drawings, and so it wasn't that hard for us to do it. It was just a little, the Christmas one was especially weird. You don't usually marry a Christmas costume as a superhero in costume. And then the private eye one was easy. We just put that together from stuff we had lying around. I said, can you give me the name of who bought it? And Phil said, well, Normally I wouldn't, but for you, Ollie, yeah. Plus it sounds like they're up to no good. I said, if they're working together, then they're definitely up to no good. So I gave them the name and the address. It was a couple that lived up in the county. Their names were Mary and Stephen Wilkerson. I did a little bit of looking up on Mary and Steve and they had a teenage son named Mark so Ollie went out to the address he went at night to try and get a clear look at what was going on and he got there well, as he got there a car pulled out three people were inside they drove off and Ollie couldn't be sure, but they were heading in the direction that they would head if they were going into the city. So, Ollie sneaked. And right before they closed the garage door behind them, Ollie slipped inside. He looked around inside for a while. He didn't find much, but he did find. In one room, in like an office was just covered in clippings, newspaper clippings, stories about Halloween man, and Christmas woman. And also what he found in that room was a whole lot of stolen stuff. He remembered some of the cases, some of the things that they'd done recently. There was a little bit of jewelry, was a little bit of electronics. And all he quickly began to realize that There's a little bit from each of the times that had happened recently. The jeweler had thought that Halloween man stopped Christmas woman from taking anything, but really he stopped her from taking most of it. And she pocketed a few things. And the same was true at every stop. The owners were so excited to be part of a superhero story. And so relieved that the thief was stopped that they didn't notice a few smaller things missing. So I waited. There in the garage, up in a corner, until late that night, late that night, the garage door opened, and the car drove in. Three people got out. This time, unlike before, they were in costume. Driving was Christmas Woman. In the passenger seat was Halloween Man. And climbing out of the back was the private eye police detective person. As they got out of the car, the police detective pulled off his mustache with a. He said, Ah, oh, man, this thing is so uncomfortable. I don't know why we had to pick the mustache. And Halloween Man said, Well, we've got to keep you unrecognizable. Got to keep all of us unrecognizable if we're going to keep up this, gonna keep up this, well, this trick we're doing. Because when someone said, "I don't know how much longer we can keep this up," I mean, it's working out we're profitable for sure. And the costumes didn't cost that much. We've got way more than that in the stuff we've taken, but I don't know. I feel like it's risky. It's very flashy. I feel like eventually someone's going to notice. And that's when Ollie plopped down from his hiding spot said, yep, somebody noticed. A Halloween man instantly got into a fighting stance, as did Christmas woman. The detective guy just ran up into the house. And I said, I don't want to fight you two. A Halloween man said, well, then you're out of luck because if you've figured us out, we can't let you leave. I said, all right, I didn't say that I couldn't fight you. I said I didn't want to. You can turn yourselves in. We can do this peaceably. someone said no. If we turn ourselves in, everything we've built here will come crashing down. Our son will, I don't know what happened to him. Nope. We're going to lock you up until we're ready to get out of town. I said, ah, I can't let you do that. And so there was that big fight. But it's really hard to fight an octopus. Even if you're pretty good at fighting, most people aren't used to fighting an octopus. And Ollie's a slippery. Well, he's just slippery. He's an octopus. So they got in a few kicks and a few punches. But Ollie just was so hard to hit, he just wore them out. I started getting tired, getting sloppy. Meanwhile, Ollie had grabbed, before, the, before they got there, some zip ties. And made some handcuffs out of zip ties, which isn't that hard to do. And bit by bit, wrist by wrist, as they slowed down, I would grab and snap the zip tie on. The guy didn't know what I was about. It, but what is this? And they kept on fighting. And I slipped the other zip tie on. And all of a sudden, in one swift move, I connected up the zip ties, and all of a sudden, all four of their hands. In one swift move. They were zip-tied all together and they were stuck back-to-back. They couldn't move. Then in the coup de gras, grabbed a rope that he'd also gotten, and slipped it through their arms while they were still struggling with the zip ties and hoisted it up onto the rafters and pulled it tight and tied a big knot and they were stuck in a very uncomfortable position and they couldn't get any leverage. I said, well I told you, I didn't want to have to do it the hard way, but here we are. A Halloween said, what are you going to do? What's going to happen now? Oh, I said, well, I'm going to call my friends at the real police. And they're going to come and arrest you. Holly oh, man said, what about our son? I said, well, you can tell your whole story to the judge. And if he's under 18, then they'll probably excuse him. They'll probably just blame you. I hope you got an entrepreneur I can live with because I think you two are probably going to go to jail. Sorry. Shouldn't have tried to steal stuff. So Ollie called. The police showed up and there they found lots of incontrovertible evidence. First of all, Halloween man and Christmas woman tied back to back together and Ollie there to explain the whole thing and then Ollie showed him in the room with all the stuff that was stolen. Police, the real detective, oh, his friend, came up and said, Ollie, he cracked this case wide open, and I didn't even know there was a case. I said, well, you you knew the Christmas woman was out there making stuff, stealing stuff. I said, yeah, no, I thought we were going to figure out a chance to get to talk to Halloween man, and we'd work together, kind of like we work with you, but I guess that's not at all what's happening here. I said, nope, nope, well... I guess you never asked me to help with this one, really, so I can't exactly bill you. And the police detective said, yeah, well, that's true enough, but you've done us a great service here, and we won't forget it. And that was the case of Ollie and the Halloween light.